0: I am here, how are you? Hey, I'm in.
1: We are ready. Today's a little bit different, guys. As you can tell, our Zion Yeet is not here, but I am leveled if, and we have our very esteemed, awesome guest, Mr. Matthew Twig here. He is the stream-to-serve mod Wounded Warrior Project aficionado twitch ambassador i don't know man like what? what's your yeah. title
0: i got it live streaming and gaming specialist at wounded warrior project perfect
1: nailed it okay yes but okay dude not gonna lie we talked a little bit before the podcast but i cannot tell you how man. excited i am about today today is huge man because uh as a veteran like i i'm gonna retell this story i think i told you when i was on chat before so the first time i ever had anything to do with window warrior project was back i did the math It was back in 2010 so 11 years ago 12 11 years ago and i was at warp tour and i walk in it's me and my buddy we both had high end tights this is like right when we got in the marine corps and uh we both had high in tights and boot just looking like boots we walk up and then somebody spotted us in the crowd like veterans like yeah veterans show the cat card the whole thing right they're like come with us there was Wounded Warrior Project. They had with the shirts and the lanyards, and I'm like, we're gonna take you backstage. I'm like, what? It's wow. like, yeah, come over here and get some free beer. I'm like, what? <laughs> it was wow. like, wow. It's like the best. We went there. I got to meet one of my favorite bands, and like, it was. I was like, this is amazing. And I was like, you guys do this all the time? Like, yep, yeah, yeah. We take veterans and yeah, have take to events and go hang out, and we create this community. And that was my first time with Wounded Warrior Project. But I know since then. it's evolved to new heights. So give me a little bit of background, man. Let's just jump right in and like, what's been going sure. on?
0: Yeah, so just, uh, I guess a, a starting point. So Wounded Warrior Project, obviously, uh, has been around since 2003. We serve post-9-11 veterans that have incurred an injury, illness, or wound uh, while in service, both mental and physical wounds. Uh, we roughly serve over 180,000 um, warriors and their family members um, a lot of our a lot of people don't know we actually our programs and services are also open to family members as well um, so what we do is we provide those free programs and services much like you just said which is part of our alumni program which is we give warriors and their families um, experiences nights out right things that you know they might normally not get to do um, we also offer a wide variety of programs and services 13 um, including mental health services, warriors to work, um, all kinds of different programs and services really to help them um, achieve their next mission, right? With yeah. Whether they're tra- transitioning um, out of service into um, being a civilian or they've been out for a while and they're, they're in need of assistance. We're really set up there to, to help them at whatever part of their journey they're at and really kind of take them to their next to their next mission.
1: Yeah, and that's so big, man. People don't realize, and I I think a lot of my viewers are not veterans, and a lot of people on Twitch aren't veterans, but there's one thing you just hit on something really crucial right there is that that once you're in the Marine Corps and the service in general, you have this mission mindset. And a lot of times when people get out, uh, they don't have a mission anymore. And I I actually am dealing with that right now. My brother-in-law just got back from Okinawa almost three weeks ago, so it's very new. He just got home and so three weeks ago four weeks ago here he is a month ago living the marine corps life living in the barracks on duty working to three weeks later he's home and having to restart his life almost and it's a a trying time and this happens this is not uncommon for everybody you know it's not like you have a job lined up half the time when you get out so you just kind of flounder for a bit i think what you said is crucial having that mission is giant i know I felt yes you kind of just like yeah here's your d214 now go i'm like wait what good, good luck to you <laughs> <Constantly>. <laughs>
0: no longer you know no longer taking no no uh right place right time right uniform that's gone you know um luckily my wife uh fiance at the time was like you can have one day on the couch and after that you know you're getting <laughs> out there so she was like um, the jewel
1: instructor like welcome to civilian oh life my God. Welcome to yeah. life. Let's go.
0: One day I had where I got to, I just like laid on the couch. I didn't do anything, I, you know. I just had gotten out three years in, and I was like, man, I'm. I just wanted one day, and she gave it to me, and from there, you know, the rest of my, you know, kind
1: of mission happened, and right, you know, how did but it's, see- uh Go ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say, like, so you got you got out of the service. Um, I think I read you were army, right? Yeah, Honestly, yeah, Army, Army, and then Army National Reserve in Florida, right? Yes. So okay. three years
0: active Army as a combat engineer at Fort Stewart, and then I got out in 2014, and then I did another um, three years National Guard uh, here in Florida. But I mean, for me, it was like it was this. It was kind of um, you know we we go through that uh, A they call the A cap in the Army, right? They're trying to prep you for that transition. Um, and I think I probably had a very similar transition to a lot of people, right? We we get out, right? Thinking that, oh, I mean, I just did three years in the army. I'm going to go get me a job or I'm going to go to school. And, you know, you get out and it's it's not as easy as we all think it's going to be, right? And so, you know, for me, I got out. I started going to school right away. I knew I wanted to do that, you know, but for from a job standpoint, I think I I mean, I worked at a a bunch of different places. I worked at a gym. I worked at a golf course. I, you know, I bounced around from job to job, never really satisfied with what I was doing. Um, I ended up getting a job with a uh, contractor um, that helped military service members move across the country. Um, So I got to work with service members and that kind of started something within me um, on helping, helping those who served and, and my brothers and sisters in arms and so a couple of years into that job I uh knew somebody that worked at Wounded Warrior Project and they were like you know who would be great at Wounded Warrior Project and I was like who she was like you and I was like <laughs> fair enough and so I applied and I've been with WWP now about three years um well a little over three years now so that's it's been a ride
1: yeah, actually, uh, I think you might know a buddy of mine. Uh, his name's Fred Blaze, B-L-A-Z. I don't know if you might not know him, but he's... Uh, I used to live in Jacksonville. I know oh, okay. based out of Jacksonville, so he was working with a lot of veterans when he got out of the service. and did a lot of work with Wounded Warrior Project. He, we would talk all the time about all that stuff, man. But it's kind of crazy. Like I, used to, I grew up in Jacksonville and then get into the service and had no clue that then this entire you know this entire organization is based out of Jacksonville correct yes yeah headquartered I, at Jacksonville Florida yeah right right so that's which is crazy because I grew up there I lived there for 16 years and had no clue but this is prior service like I didn't yeah you know, I didn't know any better I didn't even know what Rood Warrior project was at the time you know
0: Jacksonville big military town you know obviously we got two Navy bases here there's you know I'm pretty sure we have Marines Coast Guard you know there's an army barracks so I mean there's it's a big military town so it was a great place for wounded warrior project to uh headquarter our uh, organization.
1: So that or yeah. Newport News where I cl- I live in Virginia so it's close okay. like Newport News is huge, like a giant military state in Virginia there's bases yes. ev- there's bases everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. And the Marine yes. Corps like, giant Marine Corps base here obviously plus there's also the Marine Corps museum and Newport News has got I don't know how many navy bases and there's air force base this is bases all over the place in Virginia yeah uh, same yeah. same here but there's no beach that's like jacksonville beach i'm just gonna put that out it's i used to i grew up there i know it's it's baller <laughs> yes yeah, there's a lot of nice beaches
0: here there's a lot of it's it, it's a it's a great place honestly yeah. I, I enjoy living here
1: so yeah what part do you live like downtown you live in, like duval or are you like st john's county
0: i i live in st john's, st. john's yeah cool. so That's i, I live know. outside of jacksonville yep.
1: yeah i used to live in uh ponte Vigia, and then I lived hey, a little yeah bit in uh volano beach like the, yep. i was on the beach side of things so
0: i'm on the other side so i'm st john's by the st john's river yeah like near like
1: nakati and stuff like that Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: actually, pretty close.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to I used to go to school there. Believe it or not, I used to be on. Uh, this is a weird statistic that no people know about. Uh, I used to play football with Tim Tebow at Nice High School back in the day. Oh, Nice. Okay, I was, yeah, I know where that is. I was a sophomore when he was in his senior year at Nice, uh, and he was a he was a monster. <laughs> he yeah. was so good at football. Like, it's a big
0: he's a big guy I yeah. I met him once in in real life and I you don't really know until they're standing right in front of you he's yeah. a big guy
1: he would just run people over in high school We're like uh, and then of course he was already drafted for gators and like the whole nine like and then the story goes for for him but a lot of people don't realize like I used to play football at Nice high school with Tim Tebow back in the day and this is a long I mean, this is a long time ago it's 2000 and I have can't even remember and I'm, I'm old man <laughs> you're gonna have to you're to have to
0: make a return to Jacksonville uh soon come oh, yeah. come take a tour to headquarters
1: actually believe it or not I will be down there to visit my mom and my grandmother both live in Ponte Vedra so I will be down there in August so I'm, I'm, I'm planning a trip man let me, let me know let me know Come, come on, on by, by. we would love to have you at the uh, at the HQ so yeah, dude that would be so much fun all right well dude hey so what why the transition we're gonna kinda of switch gears here a bit, but like Wounded Warrior program, what was the transition into like Twitch and gaming and like, how did this all come about? Cause I know you were doing events, right? Like my yep. tour story, but what is kind of this this kind of switch? I know it's not a full switch, but it's like a new branch that's kind of branching out now from Wounded Warrior project. How'd that all begin?
0: Yeah, it's a that's a great question. So just before the pandemic, I actually started um, on a new team And it was in live streaming and gaming and so then the pandemic hit and the whole organization um, kind of stopped for a second because a lot of our programs and services are offered face-to-face right or at least have a face-to-face component you know so with the pandemic kind of changing the way that our, our programs were delivered we had to pivot and find new avenues to connect with warriors across the country and and still provide them the same prog- level of programs and services that we needed to and a big part of that really was discord and so we launched the discord server we launched all of like the twitch content and and kind of this live streaming and gaming and we just watched it explode
1: right. you
0: know very very quickly new members were joining the discord every day um, we hosted Call of Duty tournaments, we've hosted Apex Legends tournaments, we've hosted just like nights where we used to call it Monday Night Mayhem. It still goes on in our Discord server where we just get everybody together and we play Call of Duty. Um, so, you know, since the start of the pandemic till now, we've hosted over 160 gaming events um, serving thousands of warriors across the country. Yeah, it's insane. it's insane. It, yeah, and everything. Right? People think live streaming and gaming, right? We go, we should go straight to games, but it's everything from Dungeons and Dragons to paint nights to. I mean, Discord really offered us a platform where we connect. We did a computer building series on Twitch where we taught veterans and their families how to build PCs. You know, so it's really just been, you know, a, a, an opportunity for us to engage um, warriors and veterans. Um, in new ways, and it's it's been really great to see.
1: It's been so cool too, man. Because like for example, I'm part of a military Twitch team, and so anybody who's looking here, they can see below I'm the military Twitch team. And it's the same thing that you don't realize how many people on Twitch who are also streamers, but also maybe just gamers or viewers are also veterans. I mean, I remember when I was in the service, a lot of people were playing, you know, a but I mean, a lot of people were playing video games, like a ton of people were playing video games. Oh, by the way, we just got a um. Uh, we just got a hundred bits by the way tons of love to the uh, window warrior project credible organization that can help exactly yes mr sweat the bed yes um so they're they're fantastic and we got uh matt on here right now dude we're, we're rocking and rolling today um but yeah when i was in the barracks I'm telling you everybody had a video game system
0: everybody yes everybody. well I, I actually you said something about twitch and i was i was pulling it up because i did we did have a statistic uh, one in three daily users are either active duty veterans spouses or caregivers on twitch one in uh, three
1: one in three
0: yeah yeah oh so uh, oh my god yeah isn't that crazy like so they're either you know active veteran or spouse or caregiver of a veteran so it's like some uh, one in three on twitch has a has a relation to a military service member Oh, which man. is so
1: cool that, and that's huge that makes perfect sense on why window warrior project would jump in too i mean it's i mean it's like the net one in three and there's 9.6 million streamers now and countless i mean it's on average I think the daily average is 2.5 million viewers a day so if one in three of 2.5 million viewers a day is giant that's giant yeah
0: and that's and once we took a look at it honestly within within wounded warrior project right earlier I said 100 we serve over 180 I think we're up to 189,000 right now um about 64% of our warriors play games at some capacity you know so once we took a look at that and we really figured out okay our, our and you you said this already. Veterans, active duty, we're gay, are all game. Like a lot of us are playing games, yes. and so it was just it's very natural, I think, for the organization to pick up gaming as a as a piece. It's just a, it's a way that we can connect with uh, warriors, and it's a way that they love to connect
1: with each other. Hundred percent, man. You were talking before the podcast too. So your CEO also plays video games.
0: Yes, yeah, so we've got him. So our our CEO is a retired uh, three star general Mike Linnington. Um, We actually he kicked off. We have a big live streaming event that happens in November and he actually kicked it off. He was he was a little nervous. He came on and he played Mario Galaga and uh, um, Tetris and Pac-Man, you know, so he's kind of played some old school games with us, but uh, it was so great just to have him on and, and be able to watch him play some games um you you know it just means a lot i think to everybody that was watching and it it gave us just a cool experience to be able to play with him but uh yeah a lot of people at wounded warrior project have uh, picked up gaming since the start of the pandemic and it's really cool to see it grow
1: yeah man it's so i mean if you guys don't know and i'm gonna point i'm gonna give you guys a shout out real quick here like if you don't know if you haven't seen their discord channel it is popping off that place is wild it is is crazy there's always content there's always a ton of resources for veterans out there Uh, i know a lot of our people uh will either tune into the live stream or listen um we have most of our followers listen on spotify and rss and itunes and things like that Uh, so if you guys are listening at home please consider going over and checking out their discord and of course Please check out WoundedWarriorProject.org as well. They have a ton of resources out there. It's it's crazy. You guys have, since I just kind of remember Wounded Warrior Project, I guess, because I was like, oh, these guys do events. This is what they do. And they take veterans and their families. But you guys have also, one thing I really love and one thing I've kind of doubled down on trying to raise money for you guys is that if you think about I mean, you guys have grown from just doing events to now you're sending veterans to these retreats the mental health aspect is, I mean, I was there for your podcast when you guys were talking about doing the, the, uh, the, face mask paintings, yes. you guys have gotten into like all of these creative mental health ways of helping veterans in such a, and it's super needed, especially during a pandemic. I think everybody was dealing with some form of depression and then isolation. And then to, to still be doing these during the pandemic and expanding into Twitch is, I mean, it's huge. I, it, to me, I, can't say nice enough things about it, man. Seriously,
0: yeah. And I think that's one of the things. Um, you know, like you said, you know, Wooded Warrior Project. We do, we have a lot of different programs and services. But I'm right there with you. One of the one of the ones that I'm most proud of um, is our mental health programs. And I think we're we're offering a lot of different mental health programs. And it's they're all different, right? They're all different, and they're different because not everybody is ready to go to a Project Odyssey, which is our multi-day adventure-based mental health therapy, right? Nobody's, nobody, not everybody's ready, right? So we have our, our WWP talk program, which is just telephonic connection, right? It's a 20 minute phone call, right? You might not be ready to take those next steps, right? We have our warrior care network, which is the mass building, right? We're partnered with four academic medical centers across the country. And we're sending warriors to this inpatient um, and outpatient services where they're in in two to three weeks they're getting a year's worth of mental health treatments at amazing. these and so it's just these mental health programs i think are really changing the game for for warriors and for veterans so um, i'm a huge believer in our mental health programs last year actually when um, we went out to pax east up in boston we got to tour um uh, the home base which is is part of mass general hospital Home base is the one of the Warrior Care Network facilities. And it was just amazing to see the facility. It was amazing to see those masks in person. Right. Um, you know, once you once you see those masks in person and and you see the imagery and some of the things that you you know, you can relate to it. And it really really starts to get emotional when you start kind of because what you're seeing, like you said, the mass, right? You're seeing the outside of the mass, which is is what they show the world right and then the inside of the mask is how they feel on the inside how you know so it's it's really powerful stuff
1: man it's it's huge and we were talking about the podcast and we should get into it a little bit um just from just you're a veteran i'm a veteran um i was i said this on the, before we started the podcast but you know when i was in boot camp I had 72 people in my platoon, and my drill instructor was like, on average, only 86 of you are going to make it in the next eight years. And he didn't mean that you're going to be dying in war. This is just veteran suicide. This is is drunk driving. This is depression. This is a multitude of things. And, of course, on top of that, combat. I mean, you know, there's all these things and that it, it was true. I mean, out of all of those Marines, it is, I think we hit the nail right on the head at 86%. And I just recently, yeah. um, before we raised money for the American Legion, um, you know, I literally the Monday prior, uh, we learned that I had my gunnery sergeant from my old unit took his life. You know, it, this is still such a real thing that is constantly a constant battle and it feels like a very silent battle. Um, and we talked about, you know, I know you've, you said you had experiences too, man. And I think yeah. the mental health aspect is huge. And then being able to reach out is giant too, because a lot of people don't feel like they can reach out or they should reach out. Um, I knew like for yeah, me I, personally, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead.
0: Nah, just saying what we're, what we're battling, right. Is isolation, right. We're battling the isolation factor, right? Like we talked about earlier when you, when you get out of the service, right. You have, when you're in service. Right. You have brothers, you have your platoon, you have your company, you have people that you can lean on, people that you interact with, you know, people that you can connect with. But when you get out, you know, a lot of times, especially with the pandemic recently, right, which isolates us anyway, because we can't go out, we can't interact with each other. So now you're taking a pandemic and you're adding that to um, veterans and um who who are in isolation so it's like you're at you're doubling up on something that's not usually that you know is not a good thing for us right and so you know i think um one of the things that i think is is great for veterans to utilize is gaming i still play with some of the same guys i served with you know we play once or twice a week you know and that keeps us connected it keeps us engaged you know and so i think gaming offers that's a nice way to you know kind of combat some of that isolation and and build camaraderie with with new new with new service members that have probably shared a lot of the same struggles they have.
1: Oh, Oh, one hundred percent, man! You nailed it right on the head. Um, actually, a buddy of mine, shout out to Lilo and Ace. Uh, Ace is a as a duo as a duo streamer. Lilo and Ace is a husband and wife. He served with me. He was in my unit. I've known this guy for years and he's streaming on Twitch and we just met, like, oh, you stream? Like, yeah, I stream, you stream? Like, what is this? You know, now we now we game here and there, we stay in contact, we go to dinner, we hang out. Like, um, one of the big things that you really hit on too is that after um uh Gunnery Sergeant Goodman, we of course you had the service, and then all of the Marines from the unit got together at his favorite a bar and we all like his favorite brewery here in, Like in richmond's got tons of breweries like all tons and tons so uh we went to his favorite brewery in town and uh you know it was just able to talk to these marines you know some of them were like yeah man i've been struggling and some of them been like i'm doing great but i'm here to reach out like having that connection the one thing that was really unifying is like we've got to stay in contact we can't let this happen again and i think um you know staying in contact through video games is it's so natural because you're already in comms. You're already playing together. You're enjoying yourself. You're, you're with your friends. You're able to share this, this bond that's you, you used to have when you were in the service, you know, that you can't usually get all the time. Like how many times can you meet all your friends who live across the country in a single time without gaming? You really can't. So very, like get to do an event once a year, you know what I mean? So it's, it's awesome, man. It's so cool. And I,
0: I think one of the things too, and this is for me, you know, when you think about if I'm struggling, right, and you and I are talking in person or talking on the phone, you know, we might not, I might not get into it, right? I'm. We might not get into what's bothering me, but when you're playing games, right, and you're engaged in the game, you're actually more likely to, I think, have some of those conversations while you're playing games, kind of opening up a little bit, right? You're 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 being more comfortable. You're kind of let not letting your guard down, but you kind of are. You're opening up a little bit more through playing games. And you're probably more likely to share some of the things that are bothering you.
1: Yeah, man. And I think I think that's one thing that we too we, we, we can hit on too, is the same thing but we talked about before the podcast. That a lot of veterans don't feel that like they should reach out. You know, or they can't reach out or they can handle it on their own or, you know, there's this thing in the Marine, the military. I'm going to point this out there because from people I've talked to and when I worked at the VA, there's a mindset of I can do this by myself. I don't need help. And that's wrong because I think. Yeah, okay, like in the Marine Corps specifically, for example, let's put this for example, um, you're trained that if you're in a squad and your sergeant goes down, the corporal takes over corporal takes over. You know, he goes down, Lance Corporal takes over. So you're supposed to be a leader and you're supposed to be able to be cool and like a, as a, you know, a cucumber under pressure and just handle it. Then, you know, but that mindset serves you well when you're in the military, but when you're getting out, it doesn't do so well for you anymore because in reality, you're part of the community. You're about, you know, you're part of a family, you're part of friends, you have people that care about you and if you need to reach out, it is okay. You don't have to hold the world on your shoulders. I know when I got out, I was a hard charger Marine, man. I, I had to get help um, to go through the VA for for uh, some of the things I had going on. And I, th- I would see somebody without a leg, and I'm like, I don't need that much help. But in reality, I needed help, too. You know, it took me years to figure that out. And then I was good enough where I could actually go help people at the VA because I... I understood the mindset. I understood that I think a lot of Marines especially when they get out or a lot of military members don't realize that maybe they do need help and that it is okay to reach out and there's different ways of doing it. It's not like you have to go, you know, sit in front of a doctor and like, "Alright, what is your problem?" Like you can like with the right. Warrior Project, you can play a video game like, "Hey chat, let's 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 play some some Warzone and chat, man. Let's hang out." Like yeah. it's as simple as that.
0: Yeah, I mean there's a, there's a lot to unpack there, right? I think, you know, when you're in service like you're doing things, you know, you're never really alone, right? Like yeah. you, like I said, you've got your squad, you've got your company, you've got your battalion. Like you're always part of a group, right? Always. You know, you know when when you're when you get deployed, they're not calling you individually, you know, you're not the individual guy that's getting deployed, right? You're going with your unit. You know, so I think um kind of keeping that mentality is like, you know, you're not alone, right? Even when you get out of service, right? You're joining a, a giant brotherhood of veterans, yes. And, and and I think that's what's what's super cool is like, there's tons of us out there, and and I'll share this with you. The logo, right? Very specifically designed, right? When you get out of service, or when you first when you first come to Wounded Warrior Project, you're the warrior on top, right? Being carried by another warrior, right? You're leaning on your battle buddy. Right, and what we hope is that when you get connected with Wounded Warrior Project and you utilize our programs and services, one day you'll be the warrior on the bottom carrying another warrior. That's huge. Right? And so we always kind of want to relate it to that. And I think it's, it is so huge, right? Because like you said, a lot of us had to seek help, right? And now we're in a position, though, that we can turn around and we can help our brothers and sisters and we can be the ones that were carrying them and helping them. You know, and I think that uh, that's something to remember as a vet. You might not be ready to help another vet, but you know, let another vet help you.
1: Yes, yeah, and there and that there are resources. You don't have to yes. go it alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, you're not alone in a void. You're not. You're not stuck on an island. You know, you can reach out, and there are plenty of things out there. the The, the first thing is just to to like you said. You know, I, I remember the first time we talked offline, you're like, yeah, man, if you just want to talk in a Discord call, I'll take a call anytime and come hang out and talk absolutely. to somebody in need. You know, like that's absolutely it's it's not as hard as having to set up an appointment with a doctor. It's as easy as literally jumping into a call like, hey, man, what's going on? How you doing? You know, it's that right. that's the first step. It's not it's not driving to your local VA three hours right. away. It's not. It's it's as simple yes. as calling somebody.
0: Yeah, and and we say I know we talked about this before. You know, meeting people where they're at, meeting vets where they're at. Like if they're if they're not ready for a phone call, right? Hey, let's just chat on Discord, right? A lot of the conversations that I have with vets start as just like Discord text, right? I might send them a message, might take them a day to respond, you know. But we you can start with text, you know. At Wounded Warrior Project, uh, one of our programs is actually our Resource Center. Any veteran can call the resource center and we have thousands of vetted resources, right? So if if Wounded Warrior Project doesn't have what you're looking for, for instance, a service dog, WWP does not have service dogs available, but we work with organizations that specialize in service dogs. And so the resource center allows vets to call and just get the resources that they need, you know. And so we try to make sure that, you know, we have these open lines of communication um, for vets to get connected.
1: And that's huge, man. And that's again, that's another reason I was really impressed. I've been so impressed with Wounded Warrior Project. The more I've been going into it, the more I've been part of your community, the more I've been looking into your programs. And especially because I have a buddy of mine who lives in Wisconsin who I'm trying to get help. And I'm like, Wounded Warrior Pro I you guys are the first name out of my mouth. I'm like, reach out. <laughs> like, like I'm like, let's do this, man. Cause yes. you guys have everything from the mental health aspect to the camaraderie aspect, the community aspect to just, just extra resources. If you guys can't help you find somebody else, you guys, you, who will, and it's all free to veterans, right?
0: Yes. Yes. A hundred percent of free programs and services. And and like you said, like the warrior K network, right? If we've got to send a veteran to Massachusetts to go to home base, we're gonna take care of the travel. We're gonna take care of the hotel. We're gonna take care of the food. We're gonna take care of everything that they need, so that they can make sure that they get the help that they they really desperately need. And um, you know, and I think that's the thing is is having a, a diverse group of programs and services. We're always trying to. Well, there's a saying at WWP, and um, I'll share it with you. Um, every program is a pilot program, right? Because our veterans' needs change, and so a program that was available at WWP ten years ago. They're not available anymore, right? Right. Because our warriors' needs have changed and our organization is adapting to that. So we always say every program is a pilot program because you never know when their needs will change and we've got to adapt um, to the population that we serve
1: yeah man and like you said it's not even just that the wars change it's just that things change in life and you guys are like i said you guys were just doing events back then and now you've got this you just branched out 10 years later into all this new stuff and all these different ways of doing things and you've grown immensely on twitch and you've created this discord community and all this stuff so actually one of the questions i have for today it's actually a great segue is you know what are some of the things you guys are currently working on at WP? like what are some of the main initiatives that you guys have on the horizon
0: Yeah, that's that's the great question. Um, You know, obviously, one of them is is expanding live streaming and gaming. Um, So when we first started out, I was the only teammate. And in about 16 months, we've added four teammates to live streaming and gaming. Um, I have a teammate, Brandy, who's amazing. She's on the side of the house with me that really works on the streaming side. And then we actually we we have two new teammates that their whole job is it's alumni gaming engagement. And so they connect warriors through gaming, you know, and that's something that's that's brand new. That's just, you know, those positions didn't exist at the start of the pandemic. They exist now, you know, so exploring what live streaming and gaming, I think, means to our veterans. and, And part of that really has been, you know, I think a lot of us know that gaming has a positive mental health effect on us, mm-hmm. right? And so I think part of that is trying to explore it. And we did some pl- preliminary research on our annual Warrior Survey, which is the largest statistically relevant stor- uh, survey of its kind of post-9-11 veterans. Hmm. Um, and I, I'll actually, I'll have to send it to you because there's yeah. so much good info to dig in there. Um, but we started looking into gaming and of the warriors that are gaming, forty eight percent of them actually said that gaming helps them forget their problems, and about 38 percent of them said that it helps calm them when they're angry.
1: That's huge. And so
0: we've we've really started to see a lot of um, positive mental health effects coming out of gaming for our warriors. And so we're really starting to dig into gaming as a whole and what it could mean. Um, for warriors and
1: veterans uh, in the future right man and that's i I mean i I felt those effects i've been gaming for a long time i've been gaming before the marine corps it's just one of those things i've always done um but after the marine corps i think i gamed a lot and it was just dealing with stress it was a way to de-stress it was better than drinking it was better than going to the bar it was better than feeling depressed and feeling antsy and not being able to do anything or anxious. You know, it was none of that. It was it was a it was the ability to just like okay, it's you and the game and, your, and the people that are in chat and you get to smile a little bit. You get to have some fun, and you know something that you you feel like you're part of something, and that was what was missing for me specifically but i know it's probably missing for a lot of people the gaming community and especially i'm really happy that you guys chose the twitch community you guys could have gone to youtube or facebook but twitch itself has a giant community and it feel like if you were in the community i've talked about this on previous podcasts but it's you're in like it's you are mm-hmm. connect you feel a connection a tangible connection and so to be able to find other veterans and then share that connection and and then offer what Wounded Warrior Project has to offer is, it's beyond cool. Like, it's like a whole nother aspect to mental health awareness and and potential help, you know, that people didn't realize was there.
0: Yeah, and we owe a lot of that, honestly. Uh, Twitch, we owe that to Twitch. Uh, We had some uh, Twitch teammates uh, a long time ago in 2018 reach out to Wounded Warrior Project and say, hey, have you ever thought about doing things on the platform? And so that really set the groundwork, I think, for um, what we're doing now, you know, which is, you know, we do podcast style stuff. I know you said you tuned into it. We do a lot of presenting our programs and services. We do fun gaming stuff as well. um, But we really try to let people know what's out there from Wounded Warrior Project.
1: Yeah. And of course, uh, we can't Forget to mention in a couple weeks man we got a big event coming up soon too man which is going to be awesome yeah a
0: little little pump it up plug there a little
1: pump it up plug a little first time tell them tell tell them all about it yeah man so in a couple weeks for two days straight we are trying to raise twenty five hundred dollars for with osiris gaming we are teaming up so we've got a uh, a bunch of streamers and content creators on our side who will be passing the football if you will and we're going to be doing 48 hours straight of content rocking and rolling trying to raise money for you guys which i'm super excited about i may or may not have a check already ready maybe just just saying (laughs) just just saying
0: excited i'm excited about the event i'm excited i know i'm I'm going to be participating obviously in the event and we're going to have wwp supporting it but we're super excited this is one of the things. This is probably one of my favorite things about the job that I'm doing now. Is I get to interact with the communities that are, are giving so much to Wounded Warrior Project, and we love giving back to those communities. You know, so we're pretty excited about um, what we have planned for for you guys. We so don't want to give really too cool. many
1: things away, but too much
0: to away. Yeah,
1: well, we're gonna we're they got something in the works. If you guys are listening to this on Spotify, just trust me on this. Join the Dub discord get into stream to serve okay you know stay tuned on socials you'll hear something soon enough about all that for sure man
0: um, Absolutely. well i wanted to I've, i was looking for something on my computer we, we talked about obviously the pandemic and and what that meant for veterans but i wanted to to find this information and just share it with you yeah, so this is this is part of the survey that i was talking about and this is this is sent socially distancing Fifty-two percent of warriors said their mental health worsened and forty-nine percent of warriors said their physical health worsened. Ooh. So both statistics, one in two um veterans said that their mental health and physical health got worse since
1: the pandemic. Yeah. And so, it, you know, I I was gonna say that too on your on your website, I'm looking right here, you know, one in three sh- warriors struggle to get the mental health care they need. So if you already couple that with the pandemic of feeling isolated, it's unfathomable the amount of pain that the the veteran community might be feeling, especially they were feeling. I was there working home health and hospice with VA, yes. and it was it was fucking rough. Yeah, There's yeah. no nice way of putting it. It was fucking no. rough. <laughs> no yeah. No nice and way I of think. Putting it. You know, and we're just
0: kind of, we're just starting, I think, as an organization, too, we're just starting to come out of the pandemic, you know, we're just starting to offer face-to-face events again, you know, and that's one of the things that I, I think about, you know, through this last 16, 18 months, it's been a really rough road for a lot of vets, and so... Um, it's great to have some some positive things to look forward to as we're coming out of the pandemic. And I, I do think that uh, gaming is one of those things that they probably utilized during the pandemic to kind of keep themselves grounded or keep connected to other veterans. I'm really excited about what that, you know, because now we can look at, you know, bringing vets to conventions. That's one one thing we really I think we'd like to do in the future is give them those experiences um, you know, like you said, you, you got an experience at warp tour, Yeah. you know, I think one of one of the things we'd love to do is start getting vets out in the live streaming and gaming community and get them active and, and get them out there, um, in those face to face, uh, experiences,
1: man, let me, let's just talk about that for a bit. Cause you're just hit on one of my favorite things and that's content creation. Okay. So my podcast here and my, I, I actually on the side, I do stuff on Fiverr to like help people build out OBS and, but before all of that. Uh, when I got out of the Marine Corps, I actually ran two businesses. I used to teach kids and adults how to play music um, because it was a, a creative outlet for anybody. No matter what your age range or specialty, Like that was something that could do that. Content creation is very similar because it's, it's your own thing. Yet there are there's like separate like there's rules kind of like music like there are some rules to music it's not just all free flow craziness like there is some rules but you use those rules to your advantage to create and express yourself and I think content creation is the same way and I think kind of similar to kind of how you guys are doing paintings or something like that there's there's this whole hidden chapter to content creation whether that's on Instagram TikTok Twitter Facebook. You know youtube twitch obviously like there's so many ways and i feel like it'd be so helpful for veterans to like have something of themselves like they that they made and they they continue to make that is it's it's such a wild west of things and it, there's no right or wrong way of doing it. So for you guys to offer programs to help them with that, like you said, we, we were talking before the podcast on how to yes. build computers, how to, yes. you know, like connect your webcam, you know, like, you know, yes. these like those little things is kind of you don't know what kind of seed that might plant I'm like, oh, well, this is how I add my webcam. How do I add a graphic? Oh, OK, then how do I add a bot like there's It just kind of builds upon itself over time. And then all of a sudden you look back. I've been streaming for about two years. I look back and like my first streams were real bad. They were real bad, but I kept. We at look it. back
0: on ours too, like that. You know, our first WWP streams were like, ooh, yeah,
1: ooh. yeah.
0: Uh, a little rough around the edges there.
1: But yeah, yeah but yeah, the, like, the idea was there. You know,
0: yeah, and like you said, you know, um, we we kind of saw that too, right? Is given given warriors those new experiences, and, and we looked to live streaming for one of those, and so we hosted the PC building hosted by a veteran on our channel uh we had like over 300 we like were concurrent like 300 vets showing up each night it was a three-part series to really learn how to how to build a PC and I think the coolest feedback that we got out of that event was uh a father and son uh were watching the PC building together and after that they ordered the parts and built the PC together and he he shared the feedback that that was the most connection that him and his son have felt um for a long time and and that just gave them a new thing that they could connect on you know and it's just um <laughs> you never know
1: you never and I know. think
0: that's what's so cool yeah ab- about the space so
1: yeah and that's a cool thing too like especially you guys have obviously in the discord the stream to serve community um so mm-hmm. you've got People who are just trying to be in the community, hang out. You've got streamers who are trying to promote and and try and get people involved with Wounded Warrior Project. And you've got everybody in between. You know what I mean? And the cool part is is that if you look through everybody's channels, and you've probably already noticed this. Like, my channel looks different than somebody else, but this is my form of expression. Whereas you go to somebody else's veteran, that's their form of expression. And I think that a lot of veterans bottle so much shit up. And and I'm saying this because I was a veteran and I bottled a lot of shit up. Like, you know, like I'm saying this from experience, but yes, getting into a like I saw this with music. I was really, really into music, teaching people to play music, and I dealt with a lot of veterans who didn't have an outlet at all. No outlet. Yes. And and their outlet was drinking or their outlet was Sitting on the couch, vegging out, and then feeling terrible all the time. You know, so music gave them something else to focus on, and that they can see small improvements over time. Content creation is the exact same thing. You start out, you Absolutely. suck. You're going to suck. It's going to be terrible. There's nothing you can't get around it. It's just like the start. Right. It's like when you're at boot camp, you're going to suck at doing a push up. You're going to suck at yep. running. You're going to suck at drill. It just, but then over time, small, tangible, in, like improvements over time build up, and then all of a sudden you can look back and be like, "Wow, I I did this." I uh, same thing with music. I learned these three chords, and now I'm playing a song out of nowhere. I'm playing a song. You know, I never touched yeah. a guitar before, and the same thing with content creation. I got a game, I got a webcam, but I added two more graphics, and I added a bot, and all of a sudden I'm a streamer. Like out of nowhere, right. you know. Yeah, the flip switches a little bit, which is so cool that you guys are facilitating all of this and and during a pandemic you did all of this during a pandemic (laughs) it's even cooler like yeah and
0: and so many vets in the community picked up streaming and it was really it was really cool to see their journey because you know like you said like a lot of them started off like real rough right it's like camera you know and they're 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 playing and they're not and and to see where they're at now you know is so many leaps and bounds i think a lot of the veteran content creators in our community have taken it's just so cool to see and 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 a lot of them you know they say this is their outlet this is their outlet for dealing with ptsd this is their outlet for this, dealing with anxiety depression you know this is a way for them to channel how they're feeling you know into something and i right. think that that is super important you said outlets having those outlets i think this this is an important outfit for a lot of
1: vets right man and on top of that you guys are also not only creating outlets and creating opportunities but also supporting those creators on top of all of that and giving them resources for free like i don't i don't i don't know what else i can say anybody who's listening at home like that's a home run that's that's a that's a bases loaded home run right there okay there's no way around it <laughs> like yeah. that's crazy during yeah, the yeah
0: yeah, that's a that's a big thing, too, is is we want to support those, um, you know, who are streaming. And so, you know, I know I, I, that's how we got connected. You know, we dropped by on the WWP Twitch page into streams. You know, uh, it was a big push on like some of the week, you know, the, the really big like veteran holidays. You know, will our team will get really active on the Twitch page and we'll try to drop by as many veteran streamers as we can and, and drop follows and show that love. Um, because it's something that we believe in. I'm so happy that Twitch finally added uh, the the veteran tag and the disabled veteran tag to the to the community to give the veteran community um, a, a space within Twitch. And so, you know, right. WWP really tries to to go out there and be present in the community and show that love and support to uh, content creators, uh, veteran content creators. So
1: yeah, man, and it's huge. I mean, I don't think people realize when I mean, you're trying to build a community on Twitch. Like, I'll just put it out there. We've talked about this a hundred times on this podcast, but it's worth saying, building a con- like building content from scratch and building a community from scratch is probably one of the hardest things to do on Twitch. If you don't have a following somewhere else, it is increasingly hard. So, in order to being able to network with other veterans easier now on Twitch is yes. amazing because it is so needed because veterans want to look out for other veterans. It's part of our DNA. So mm-hmm. it's a natural thing to have a tag so I can click through on the tag and say, Oh, this is a veteran, this is a veteran, this is a veteran. Like it's easy for me to be like, Yeah, I'm gonna support this person because you're a veteran. You know what I mean? Like it's it's like this is what we do. This is this is natural. This is what we do. You're a veteran, I'm a veteran. We can yep. shoot the shit a little bit. You know we can have some fun. I can I can stomp you in Halo a little bit and then we can ju- we can laugh about it afterwards, you know? So.
0: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I think that's what's so cool too is about the the tags on Twitch is, you know, it, it allows us to find each other, but then it also allows us to play, right? And build camaraderie with each other. We can we can hop on and play some games together, which I think is is so key, man. I think it's it's building camaraderie. You're you know, you're kind of combating isolation and you're out there, you're meeting people that are are like minded, right? Most vets, um, you tend to open up pretty quickly to other vets because, you know, we have a shared shared kind of experiences. We have a shared value system. We're, we're more than likely um, going to have those shared experiences. And so um, it's just easier to to meet vets and, and kind of interact with them.
1: That's and that's huge, man. And I don't think you guys realize. I hope you guys are starting to realize how big that is. I think you do. But, I you know, I only want to do everything I can do to support. I think Here's the thing, I'm I you guys have created this amazing community and this amazing mindset and this great platform. And you guys are, you know, you're putting your money where your mouth is, you know, not money wise, but I'm saying like you're you're giving support and you're doing it organically and naturally. So people like me who are streamers, I'm like, dude, I want to support just because like I need this is important. You know, like you guys have you've done it so organically that when you when you're in the discord just feels natural. You know it's not like yeah. nothing's forced. It's just like people actually want to be there. And that is the key. And that's also the key to grow on Twitch or any platform in general. You guys have nailed it.
0: Nailed. It. I think and you know this, right? In the in the live streaming and gaming space, um people can tell very quickly when you're not being authentic. Yes. Um you know and and I when we went to PAX East, I think that was one of the biggest things that I realized is you know, I met a lot of people and you can tell very quickly whether they're authentic people. And I think that's one of the things we wanted to do was we didn't, we didn't care about how big our community was. We just wanted the people that were a part of the community to have an awesome experience. And so as it grew, you know, it was still just about like, all right, we're going to take care of the people in our community and let it kind of just grow. Um, and that's really led to, I think where we're at now and, um, you know we had our big event in september and this is something i'm i'm super super proud of um we had the big event we had 190 content creators come together and we did a survey after and 100% of participants are likely to return to the next event and i think that's just just kind of speaks to the to the level of community to, to have 100% of the people that participated want to return next year i think is super
1: cool 100% i know one, i know in september i will be there guaranteed even if I got to watch, I'll have my wallet <laughs> ready. Okay, and yo, I'll do you're, what I gotta do. <laughs> oh, oh open
0: invite. You're you're invited. <laughs> stay stay tuned for those announcements. But that'll be a really cool we're putting a lot of energy and effort into that event. Um I we already have the dates this year. It's November eighth through the fourteenth. It surrounds Veterans Day. Uh it's called Warrior Week. And yeah. we've got a lot of really cool things planned um we've got some sponsors lined up we can't make any announcements about who they are yet but uh we're gonna have some cool stuff happening lots of
1: giveaways lots of really cool stuff uh during that week so it'll be a big week yeah man so do so we got that in November is there anything else that's big that's coming up that you could talk about
0: that's that's really so we just wrapped up our capture the flag event which was on Flag Day um, and then we're 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 building to Warrior Week, so we just had our our first kind of meeting about that, and we're going to be building towards Warrior Week. You know, we do have other things that kind of like pop up that we will will go ahead and announce, whether that be like gaming nights or gaming tournaments or stuff like that. Right. But Warrior Week will be the big focus for us because that's that's kind of the opportunity. It's an all call to the community. We're all coming together in support of wounded veterans raising awareness and critical
1: funds no man that's huge too i mean that's it's so cool that you guys put on those events man because i'm terrible at putting on events i i like when i did the the american legion thing that thing just kind of came together i don't know it was, it was like a good old marine corps way of doing it It was like duct tape and bubble gum it's like, hard here,
0: you know here you go <laughs> it's so hard to put so together hard. events i remember so this is a funny story so we ran our first call of duty tournament right and uh my my, Brandy, who's my teammate, she was the on-screen talent. And I was like back-end production support, like kind of helping the tournament flow. And I was like, how hard can it be to run a tournament? Jeez. And boy, was I wrong. <laughs> I spent like eight hours on the tournament day working. And my wife was like, what are you doing? And I was like, <laughs> you know, and it was... <clears throat> It was a super cool experience. All the warriors loved it. They loved, loved participating. But it's just like putting
1: together events and tournaments and stuff like that. For anybody that's done it, it is
0: hard work.
1: It's not easy. Uh dude. Uh, even just setting all the work, all the graphics, and all that stuff. Oh yeah, dude. It's it's crazy. And of course, you gotta still. Most people have like a full time job on top of that. Man, it's you're promoting insane. it. Yes, like yes, it's insane, man. Well, that's. I mean. Luckily, you guys have got. It seems like you're hiring more people to help with all of that too, which is big. So hopefully, the more load is off of you growing. and you can focus yes. on it, everything else, man. Well, that's so yes, cool, we're dude. we're
0: we're growing. We hope to grow here in the near future too. Um, hopefully, some more teammates on on our side of the house um, because it, it it's growing and and we want to honestly be able to still provide that. It's super huge for us um as we grow is to still provide that huge level of service that we want to provide right that level of connection um that I think makes makes wwp special um so we're trying to grow so we can continue to to do these types of things
1: 100 percent dude 100 percent and that's I mean you guys are on the right track Like we talked about you set the foundation you set the guidelines you, you know you're focusing on organic real growth not the follow for follow you're just you know i, I agree i 100 agree with you what you said earlier like you have to be what's the best word you you, you really need to be just genuine there's there's yes. no way around it you just need to be genuine and you can definitely find who is not and who is very quickly uh, and it's it's Absolutely. very apparent because i mean here to be honest you know if we're going to talk twitch a bit like it's a hard thing everybody wants to grow you don't get on twitch because you know, we've talked about this on the podcast. Like, you want to grow. It just is what it is. If you're a content creator, you're putting in the work. You want to see growth, right? Yes. that's natural, but the problem is, is that you can't force it either. You have to make like the law of the land is is really you have to make good content, and if people like it, they will watch it. And if you are genuine about trying to do good, you know, it just it will happen. But if you are one yes. of those people. We're trying to force feed content down your somebody's throat and trying to get follows and all it's, it's, it comes off very wrong. It just, yeah. it just, and it, you can spot it from a mile away. Um, but I think that comes from people forcing growth rather than just trying to be genuine, but you guys have nailed it. You guys are you're just being genuine. You're just being like, Hey, I'll help you. We'll get a discord call. We'll play some call of duty. We'll hang out. And that, because of that, that one person tells three people and that three people tell ten people, you know, that you guys are doing it. Like, that's just how it goes. Like, that's how it should be. And that's what made me really interested in Wooted Warrior Project because you drop by the stream that one day and I was freaking out. I was like, oh, my God, you saw me. I was freaking out. Um, but that happened. And then yeah. I was like, oh, let me see their Discord. I see the Discord. I'm like, oh my God, what's happening here? And then I go to your website. It's like, it was so organic. I was like excited and I'm still excited. You know, like obviously we got you on the podcast. We got this event going on because yes. you guys are really doing cool shit. And I want to be a part of it. I think Osiris Gaming, the organization I'm a part of, they want to be a part of it. You know, like everybody wants to like you got something you got like some like a piece of gold here we all want to help prop up you know what i mean like we want this to like rise yeah. to the top be the number one number one on twitch baby number one organization on twitch guaranteed what <laughs> you heard it here first folks first. warrior project on the way
0: <laughs> yeah i think that's one of the things too is we're very very lucky um to have a, a community behind us that is so supportive you know when i I talk about Warrior Week, you know, we were thinking we'd have like 30 participants, right? And then we had 190 people come out to support Wounded Warrior Project. You know, it's like the community that supports WWP and that's kind of um, been with us. We've had obviously a lot of growing pains, right? There's been a lot of things that, you know, we're trying trying to work through as an organization, but there's such a supportive community and there's so many streamers and content creators out there uh, that love love what we do and, and love to support us and we're we're so incredibly thankful and grateful especially like yourself and like your community osiris gaming you know we're just excited that that you guys want to support wounded warrior project and you want to raise awareness and critical funds for for vets and wounded warriors
1: yeah we got a lot of people in osiris who are veterans so it just makes perfect yeah. sense so it's just like it was like a match made head it was a Completely organic, natural thing that just kind of happened, and it's like I'm so happy it did. You super know, like cool. it would not have happened cool. if I I had no idea you guys were on Twitch. So without you, you know, like we go back to without the veteran tag, you know what? Mm-hmm. You like there was no, you might not have even found me. It would you know? Yeah. Now, now here we are. It's so that's that's what's so exciting about it. Like I'm. That's I, a Memor- that was Memorial. Memorial Day weekend, right? Yeah, it was Memorial. That was yeah. Memorial Day. It was the day of Memorial. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. That was, that was uh, one of the
0: things. So I actually, I probably spent about 10 hours Memorial Day weekend. Um, and I did this last Veterans Day too. My goal was to find as many people, one, celebrating and remembering um, Memorial Day, and then finding as many veteran content creators as I can. You know, and I, I think I spent 10 hours that Jeez. weekend just <laughs> all over the place on Twitch. It's just so important. And, and last year for Veterans Day... You know, one of the things I, I it bothered me and I'll, I'll tell you it bothered me is yeah. that I didn't see uh, Twitch celebrating Veterans Day last year as as a kind of a whole. And so for, for us, for Wounded Warrior Project myself, we went out to as many content creators as we could find that were celebrating Veterans Day, dropped them a follow, went to their chat, engaged with them um, because it's just so it's just so important to us and so important to me. Um, and so we we try to do that on on as many veteran holidays as we can because we really do believe in supporting and spreading that love.
1: Man, that's huge. I mean, you took your. I guarantee, if I spent ten hours on me- Memorial Day weekend, my wife would have <laughs> killed me. She'd be like, "You better get behind that grill. What are you doing?" I'm like, mm-hmm. no. But she-. my wife, you know, she's married a Marine. Her brother's a Marine. You know, their family. They're. I'm a military family. I got a lot of military friends, and she gets it. And especially this past Memorial Day was so tough. Uh yeah. my buddy, I mean Lilo and Ace hers is Lilo from the duo of Lilo and Ace. She's in chat right now. You know, Ace and I were broken up. I mean, this is a guy we served with who took his life the week before Memorial Day. And so that yeah. Memorial Day. We I went to his funeral Thursday and then four days later was raising money. You know, it was Yeah. It was it was a tough one this year. And I mm-hmm. think that, you know, it's a start. It's it's a hard reminder. You know, you have to remember the people who um, you know, came before you and gave the ultimate sacrifice, and it's something a lot of veterans aren't comfortable talking about. Um, yep. You know, I think to get a little emotional here. Uh, when I was doing the doing hospice care, I used to work at this place called sitter and Barfoot. Well, not work. I worked with. I was in a, a third party company who would help hospice patients and veteran hospice patients uh, at end of life, and these are veterans who served and did their time got at had amazing lives and then it was end of life and they were being taken care of by the VA and, and by the state. And it was amazing, but it was so heartbreaking to see veterans who these are world war II veterans. These are Vietnam veterans. These are, it was one world war II, but mostly Vietnam, um, you know, who were at end of life and they weren't able to see their family. And that, Really made me realize how important it is to really try and take care of veterans as much as possible because yeah, it's it was such a terrible thing to happen because COVID couldn't happen at a worse time, but it's just one of those things that people don't realize. That's how that's one aspect that isolation can do. Yeah, um, imagine being serving your country proudly for twenty years and then. When they need you the most you need to be around family and people who care about you they can't be there and that was yeah. a, that was rough but this is a reality and i think that the more awareness and, and also for veterans day celebrating veterans on the on the opposite end celebrating veterans for their sacrifice and for their time and for serving and, f- and for and for signing on the dotted line and-, and trying to protect the country and just giving them a day to like okay this is your day i think you're right man like that pisses me off about twitch too like why you have all these other communities you celebrate and then the yeah wh- we are asking for one day that's it it's yeah. one day and you can't, can't okay one day
0: and I think that was such a huge step. But when they added the veteran tags, I think that was a really a really nice nod. I think to veterans. And then also they added the disabled veteran tag. Yep. You know. But you're you're talking about um you know obviously the work that you've done with veterans. I think one of the most things that uh, I'm I'm proud of is in my my time in service I did a funeral detail. Yeah. You know, and it was probably uh, the greatest honor. Uh, I ever achieved in the military was, was doing funeral detail. We, we were stationed uh, in Florida. Mm -hmm. We did the whole state. And so for 30 to 45 days, um, you know, we went out and and same thing, all, all veterans of all ages, you know, that, that have um, paid the ultimate sacrifice, we were doing their funerals. It was the most meaningful thing I've ever done in my life. And, And there were multiple times where, you know, the emotions get to you. And it's just, it's such a powerful thing. I think, um, laying a laying a veteran to rest and and so you know i agree you know veterans day all, all these, these holidays is just super important um, uh, to celebrate the true meaning behind the holiday and i think so many people um not not everybody but i think a lot of people you know it's just like it's just another day off yeah. whereas uh there there are but there are a lot of people out there that you know when memorial day comes up they they celebrate the true meaning of memorial day and and, and you know pay homage and and remember those who have paid the ultimate sacrifice so yeah man uh it's super cool
1: the one thing too that uh from working with the va for a long time especially home health is that the amount of veteran to veteran care is immense people who, who are probably listening yeah. right now on the podcast or if you're here live on twitch or if you're listening on spotify or wherever you're listening to this like it's really hard for a civilian to understand how close the veteran community is and it doesn't matter your age doesn't matter your rank you are you are part of a brotherhood you don't even realize you're a part of and but if you join if you're in if you join the veteran community you have to realize how strong it is because it's veterans helping veterans and uh, again we talked a little bit about the the um before the podcast like the va You know, the situation with the VA, it's notoriously been bad, understaffed, underfunded, and the people like to blame the VA. Here's the problem, guys and gals. It's, it is such a good resource. And these are people like, I didn't meet a single person at the VA who didn't give the 110% trying their best and, and just managing an untenable situation. Half the time. I told the story before the podcast, my wife's a nurse, the most, she had to deal with six patients at once. And that was one shift. And it was terrible for her, and she got her butt kicked, but some of these nurses and doctors have ten patients at a time at a single v a and it's just so they're and they're trying their best they're they're doing what they can, and that's why veterans helping veterans is so crucial because if you know if a if a nurse can't help another veteran's there to chalk with you while you're waiting for a nurse like they're there like the camaraderie is huge. I could walk up to anybody anybody in startup conversations talk about hey when would you serve how are you doing what's going on with you like do you need my phone number like it was that it's that simple and every single person would do it back to you every single person how are you doing are you okay like it's that was the power of the va i think people underestimate that
0: yeah i think that's um one of the things i think uh you said it uh, va is definitely essential in the care for vets you know, but then there are, there are so many other organizations like Wounded Warrior Project, and I could name. You know, the, we we have about forty community partner organizations that we work with and support. You know, and yeah, another another big thing. You know, we we support, it. and that's what people I think think that think that's a little crazy. Like some people I meet, they're like, "What you you?" You guys support other veteran service organizations? Absolutely. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if you get assistance from Wounded Warrior Project or you get assistance from another organization, we're veterans or we're community, we're organizations, and the end the end goal, right, is to help veterans, right? So if you get that care from us or you get that care from the VA, you're getting care. And that's what matters. Yes. You know, it's at the end of the day. A veteran getting the help that they need is what really truly matters.
1: That's and that's giant, man. And I I agree with you 100, percent man, wholeheartedly. But I wanna I wanna switch gears a bit. So the whole tiny okay. bit, man. We've talked a lot about Winter War Part. Give me some insights on you a little bit, man. Let's learn <laughs> about. Let's see behind the scenes on you, man. So what got you into gaming? What was like your first video game? Ooh. Like how did this? How did you get into this, man?
0: Yeah, I've been a life lifelong gamer. Um, I've been playing games since I can remember, uh, Nintendo, I own, let's see, Nintendo, Sega, then I think I went to, I I had a Super Nintendo, PlayStation, PlayStation 2, Xbox, 360, I've been riding the Xbox train for a little while, so, right. you know, Xbox One, um, and PC gaming, you know, gaming has been a, a huge part of my life, um, since the very beginning and still is today. You know, i play a lot of different games you know every I, I i think i play about every game kind of category there is you know okay. i think there's some there's there's so many general, people that are like you know i play fps's like... yeah right, i play as right. i like strategy i like role playing i like first person shooter um puzzle games you know um i play uh on my games on my phone mobile games you know so you know, I, I just I have a love for gaming and I think uh, I it, it gives me so much. Like we talked about earlier, you know, you could, could be channeling my de-stressor after a hard day um is gaming. Yeah. Right? You know, after after everybody's gone to sleep, you know, I have a I have a, I have a young young daughter and my wife after I come home and I go to my second job of being a dad yep. after after everybody goes to bed. My de-stress is is to play some games and right. that is it's really
1: cool what games are you uh playing right now like what are your big ones
0: yeah so um i play a lot of obviously like PUBG. yep uh i play still to this day i really love PUBG. I wish they would make another battle royale game uh that's as realistic because it really had that i think for me it had that tactical realistic yeah. um, kind of feel to it um i've been playing a lot of final fantasy 14 lately i've oh, been no. enjoying yeah, I've been enjoying that. Yeah, yeah, okay. I've been enjoying that. You know, I, I, my colleague and I, we play a lot of Dead by Daylight, Rocket League, um, Apex Legends is another game I oh, love to play. The, we
1: just have that in chat. Well, uh, Lilo and Ace, they yeah. they stream. Uh, I had a lot of people who stream um, Apex Legends. I love that. Man, let
0: let me know if you need a third. I'm I'm happy to play. Oh, they carry um, me all the time. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but a lot of different games. Right. I I just played through Mass Effect. I got the trilogies. I've been playing through those. You know, so I I just I bounce around, man. I I have a habit of buying a game uh, like I'll I'll buy a game and then I'll play it a little bit and then I'll come back to it like, you know, month months down the road and I'll finish it. You know, I, I like to bounce around. I just enjoy gaming.
1: Yeah man. I'm the same I'm kind of just like you, dude. I do mostly I stream mostly FPSs, but I've been trying to get my community to like embrace MMOs a little bit. Cause like my secret Absolutely. love is MMOs. I love I used to play yeah. World of Warcraft all the time. Uh I oh played,
0: me too. Yeah, a lot.
1: And then I now oh. I've gotten I used to play Final Fantasy fourteen on the PS4 back in the day. And then I've just been playing every expansion here and there on the side. So I kinda like Slowly dripping some Final Fantasy 14 to my community. I'm like, hey guys, what do you think about this? It's It's so fun. It's 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 come a long way. Oh man, it's huge now. It's giant. Now they got Asmongold from Twitch. He's moving over, which is huge for the community. I've been
0: watching that. Yeah, I've been watching that. He's really funny, honestly. It's great. It's great to see him enjoying the game. And, you know, I think for so long, I think he you know he obviously had a lot of negative things to say about the game and then you know to watch his excitement playing it and enjoying it, it, it that's been super cool content
1: oh see. man i knew it was coming too because he's been making youtube hey. videos about it for like a month and a half like hmm, he's got like hmm, maybe it is good you know he finally took the yeah. jump, but now he's hooked i'm like i knew you would i got we got yeah. you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha that's awesome yeah. well any big games that you're like really looking forward to
0: i mean i've been following um i'm i, I like action rpgs a lot too so i'm like big diablo path of exile huh you know obviously so i'm i'm super pumped to see like what diablo 4 is gonna look like oh yeah um you know i think i think we're all i've been you know watching and and i'm like man that looks so good like it just looks like so different yeah um so That that's probably the one that i'm most intrigued about obviously they they also are remastering diablo 2 which i as a as a young teen i sunk hundreds of hours into during yeah, the insane. summertime um but yeah no, those ones and i think that's that's probably probably the game that i'm most excited for it to to finally come out
1: well i got something for you i've been playing uh i did a a, a stream challenge a couple days ago where i was like three days i called it the three days of pain basically have a different game every night and it would be a certain challenge and then if i didn't do the challenge i had to eat pineapple and i literally Uh, gag when i eat pineapple like i hate not a fan huh no pineapple and i also saw on your your bio that you like pineapple pizza and i almost didn't invite you on this podcast Uh. (laughs) (laughs) love pineapple on pizza it belongs i promise Ah, it's terrible no (laughs) <laughs> no, there's a running joke in my community about how much I hate pineapple. So, people in my in my <laughs> everybody in my chat's like, "We like this guy." Okay, thanks yes. chat. They know I hate pineapple. So, um it is what it is. Like every time I say pineapple, everybody in chat just goes crazy. Um but anyways, there's a game, an action RPG I played for my second day of pain called Last Epoch. It's an action RPG. It plays very much like a like a Diablo. Like with a pa- better Path of Exile, it's like a much better Path of Exile. It's a smaller game. It's in beta, so you can get it for pretty cheap on Steam. But if you want something to hold you over, yeah, telling you, I-, I can recommend that game. I play it on the side. It's really fun. So check it out. Yeah, no, I'm a big Path of Exile. I'm waiting for
0: the uh Ultimatum expansion to come out. Okay. They, that's probably what, what I what I love about Path of Exile is they release obviously four content updates a year, and so there's like at least four times a year I'm revisiting the game. You know and getting to play that so i'll definitely check that one out because i you know right now i'm kind of waiting so it'd be cool to get kind of into an action rpg
1: while i wait oh man last epoch you can you'll sink ungodly amounts of hours into and the they did a great job in that game of like giving you lots of loot but it's not like path of exile loot it's like very It's I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Like it's It's actually it's like junk. You're like, what is this? It's like usable loot, you know, and it's lots of it. So you can constantly get upgrades and the the drop rates are really good on legendaries. So it's much easier to do all that. You'll trust me on that one. That's big, man. Uh okay, so
0: are you currently streaming on Twitch too? I am not the only streaming that I do is with Wounded Warrior Project. It's we do it, and I'm you've seen it. It's a dual stream, which I think is super super cool. Um, Brandy and I are streaming at the same time, and if yeah, we do gameplay, you'll have both of our gameplays up there at once, and then we flip flop whose view you're seeing. So yeah, that's the only streaming I do is is with Wounded
1: Warrior Project. Man, you gotta start your own, brother. You gotta. I, talent i wish
0: i wish the yeah. kiddo keeps me super busy uh you know what i mean she she runs me around we were running around this morning bike rides playground you know as soon as she wakes up we'll be headed to the pool you know so um she keeps me pretty busy but i love i love getting to stream with brandy it's it's we have a yeah. ton of ton of fun you know and it kind of gives me that that outlet of the streaming asp- aspect so
1: um, yeah but yeah and you're doing organization cool. streaming but like lilo and ace says dude like duo streaming is taking over on twitch yes. right now. like it's yes getting giants which is crazy so you guys are already fitting into that niche while also doing world warriors are also Duo streamers a whole community of just duo streamers like lilo and a they, they have a giant community of apex duo streamers and just duo streamers in general and there's a bunch of them um I think for the event that we're doing there's uh, at least three of them that are doing it so they'll be duo streamers too so we're gonna yeah we'll, we'll kind of keep that going man.
0: Send me their, uh, send me their Twitch URL. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go drop a follow. I'm gonna check it out.
1: Okay, absolutely. They're awesome. And Ace is my, my buddy. They, actually, they're both in the Marine, uh, not the Marines, but they're both in the military. I think uh, uh, Lilo was in the Navy. Yeah, Lilo was in the Navy. Oh. yeah, I'll just pop. There's a, it's in chat right now. But I'll make sure to send it to you too. They're awesome. Yeah, they're awesome. Off. Awesome. Yeah, man. What, dude? The where can where does the next big event uh what should people be looking forward to like when is the next time you guys going live and like let's start getting some information out there for people who are listening
0: great great question I think the easiest thing for for everybody to do is if you go to uh Wounded Warrior Project's Twitch page which is just backslash Wounded Warrior Project all spelled out um you can actually join the Discord server uh from from our Twitch page and that kind of just gets you plugged in. Like I said, the the big, big event that we have coming up will be in November. Um, but there's there's all always something going on in the discord server, you know, whether we're supporting community events, which I think is is probably where I love to love to do and you know we have a community event, obviously with Osiris gaming. Mm-hmm. Coming up later this month. So that'll be the kind of the next thing that uh, I'm looking forward to is getting
1: to interact with you guys. Yeah, man. That's going to be so much fun, man. And if you guys are listening at home or on Spotify or iTunes, or wherever you listen to this podcast, please go to woundedwarriorproject.org. If you are, especially if you're a veteran, if you are looking for any kind of services, if you're looking for some help, um, there are more than one way that they can help you. And of course, they also have a network of different organizations that they know of so if they can't help you they'll point you in the right direction so please 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 and if you're a gamer you have to join the discord if you don't join the discord i will come through this screen and smack you and then drag (laughs) you in there okay (laughs) it's worth it 100 um man math i gotta tell you man it's been so much fun having on the podcast man thank you so much dude i can't wait for this event i can't wait
0: Get your checkbooks ready,
1: people. We're raising (laughs) $2,500. It will, might happen in the first five hours. Maybe. We'll see. We're going to go, what's our goal? First five hours. And then everything else on there is candy. I will actually, little side note, be giving away some of my merch as well. Love it. A little bit of enticement. A little bit of enticement here and there. Yes. Lots of stuff to give away we'll give more information out as we as we continue so everybody keep your eyes peeled onto the socials oh where can they follow wounded warrior project on socials? speaking of which
0: yes 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 so you can find wounded warrior projects socials all over you know um we're on instagram facebook twitch uh twitter uh we're we're wwp is all over the social media channels so it's just if you're on twitter it's at wwp um and you can check out some really cool content they they post lots of helpful tidbits for veterans and they just they they post a lot of really cool content our social team does a good job but thank you so much to you for having me on this i'm okay. really looking forward to the next time that we get to interact you know i'm looking forward to hopefully you know during the event maybe we can play some games together um, you know, and, and do something a little different, maybe some apex legends or something like that. Oh, man. Would be you really can carry cool. me. Yeah. You can carry me. Oh no, you'll be carrying
1: me, man. <laughs> My backpack I is just... very small.
0: yeah my i i used to i used to play a lot of apex legends um but i i haven't played but i'm just starting to get back into it and it's just it's just a fun game it's super fun
1: it is a fun game it's a good thing you can kind of just jump back in this is always something new to learn in that game so we'll definitely get some matches in for sure guys well thank you all for listening this has been matt on the less than average podcast you guys stay average out there and we'll see you soon have a good one